Suiters, we're here to talk about Suits, Season 7, Episode 13. Donna quit, or did she? Come on with us. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Legacy. The shoulders yeah, the are shoulders. a legacy. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Can't not do the shoulders here on this show. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the Suits After Show here on After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter. Later. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. I'm joined by J.B. Zimmerman. You can, though. I can't. You can. <laughs> you can always join me on Twitter. I'll mention when and how at the end of the show. Stay tuned for that. And yeah. there's probably a lower third telling you already. Totally. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, what's up, guys? Yeah. It's, it's JB here. Weena is out this week, but uh, Steve, holding, you're back. We're so going to hold this down. We are. I, it's, it's a guy's night. I was in New Mexico, and then I was in New Orleans. I didn't get a chance to go to New Haven or New York mm. or New something. I didn't have a third one loaded yeah. up there. but I Vancouver? I think that's where they shoot this, right? Toronto. No, Toronto? Man. Vancouver. Toronto. They shoot, know, in Toronto. Yeah. Okay. they shoot this in Toronto. They shoot this in Toronto. Because if they shot okay. it in Vancouver, we're on the West Coast. We'd, right. we'd be up there way easier. Right. Um, how are we feeling about this show? Good. Good. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, just kind of overall to see the them like planting seeds for Mike and Rachel's departure. I mean, a I, lot um, of that is happening. Yeah. And so, you know, I get it because that's a huge change. I mean, Mike's half of the show. Like, he is. It's Mike is a huge yeah. part of the show, and I think we've yeah. all been kind of bemoaning mm-hmm. bemoaning this in the two episodes leading into this episode. They gave us nuggets of, like, maybe that's how Mike gets out, maybe right. that's how Mike gets out, but I think they're really starting to give it to us this week of, like, oh, yeah, that's probably how they're going to get Mike and Rachel right. out. They're going to do some type of extended... They're going to do some type of extended honeymoon. Exactly. Um, Heading into this half of season seven... There's been a lot of talk about Megan leaving the show and right. Adam leaving the show and then the Jessica Pearson spinoff and this and that and this and that. Watching these three episodes, it still suits. Yeah. No one's left yet. True. We're still very much just like, no, but like well, how are they, they going to get out of this one, though? Yeah. No, it's interesting. You know what we, who we haven't seen, though, is Dulé Hill. Like wh- we, we saw him two weeks ago last week. We saw him. Br- oh yeah, he yeah he had we one scene with, with Mike. Yes. Yeah, he had one scene with Mike. But I guess because uh, he wasn't in this episode, I was like, oh, where <laughs> he's like, if they can keep him right, around, right, right. he's the future of that. Sh- him and Harvey are. If you're restructuring that show, they're right. the future of that show. And I don't necessarily want to speculate too much about what's going down with mm-hmm. um, what's going down with all that as much as I'm just. I'd rather they just. Sh- I'd rather. Right. I'd rather they just show me. But I'm very curious. Yeah, it'll be interesting because there isn't a character that can replace Mike in terms of what he and Harvey have together. Like, that yeah. bro relationship. Well, he... Mike Mike is two twofold for the show. One, mm-hmm. he's... Every show is going to have a sizzle and a steak. The right. steak is the character stuff. That right. We got a lot of this week. The sizzle is like, well, why am I watching? And the sizzle of this show was always that Mike was a fake lawyer. Right. And we're way past... Yeah. <laughs> Like we're we way, conquered that several seasons. We're ago. way past the whole Mike's right. a fake lawyer. Mike's like a real lawyer. It's not even an Which issue anymore. Which is cool anymore. too. I mean, to, to and see like the him, fact that yeah. like we're sticking we're sticking around for this steak because it's just good right. steak. Like is very interesting. And now to see like Mike leave the show and it's all right. kind of in shambles. We should start where they left us, specifically mm-hmm. with this Harvey Paula Donna thread. Tr- yeah, it's a it's a hell so, of a triangle. I'll tell you that right so, now. So. 
Harvey and Paula are not right for each other. Because she yes, was his therapist. Clearly, clearly. Yeah, I mean, we've we not enough this time. Length, yeah. I got a cake. I just want to point out on this <laughs> after show, I made it clear probably three years ago, the summer, the summer that they introduced Paula. The breakup cake? Everyone else on the, everyone else on the panel was staunchly, no. Well, was staunchly that, like, oh no, they're going to get together at the end of this season, the season we were in, which at that point was probably season five. Right. Lauren Ebersaw specifically. So into it that she was like, you know what? And then I called her out on Twitter. I was like, you know what? Let's have a bet. Winner gets a cake. Mocha fudge. Because that's Lewis Litt's favorite cake. It's a good call. And then it was hashtag therapist. Yes, therapist. No. And there were battle lines. And I won. Mm -hmm. It was therapist. No, y'all. Because that's your therapist that's wrong. I think we were a little too big. Because here we are years later. And Paula became... Yeah, Paula became Har- Harvey's bay, and like way too soon, like less than two years after they'd been seeing each other, it's like no, we're gonna, or after they'd been seeing each other professionally, right, right, as therapists, they're like, nope, um, we're back. It's frustrating. It was like this whole thing was frustrating in the sense that like every week I'd be like, so is that the thing where they just fall apart? Right. Nope, nope, they're good now. All right, I'm weird. That's weird. Yeah, no, I mean it's. it's- Tough to say because it's it, we're still pretty early in the season. I guess this is the third episode of this second half of yeah. the season, so we don't have a ton of episodes left. But we're st- like, I would feel a little cheated if they gave it up too fast. Like exactly what's happening. I mean, they they're kind of playing with it because they know. I think that the audience expects it. Everybody is watching the news. It's hard to hide like the well, fact yeah. that a princess is is in the mix. Yeah, yeah. So it's. You know, I, I kind of like that we're concluding some things, but, like, still playing around. Like, obviously, the Paula Harvey situation, we've discussed at length, being not forever. Just not great. Yeah. And it was definitely a not, not forever. There were mm-hmm. very few people who were ever claiming that that was a forever right, right. business. I I really liked the way they handled it this episode. Yes. Because I was watching this episode with my girlfriend, who has not really mm-hmm. seen Suits. And even by the middle of this episode, when Paula laid down, the, laid down an ultimatum of, like, right. you have to fire Donna. It's pretty aggressive. My girlfriend, who, granted, has not lived with, has right, not right. Lived with Paula or Harvey or Donna as characters, the little she had gotten mm-hmm. of Donna was like, oh, screw Paula. Yeah. No. No, no. You don't get to say that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree that Paula is not right for Harvey. I mean, she like they just come from from such drastically different worlds. Plus, the way that they kind of began the relationship is weird and and unhealthy. You know, unhealthy. Thank you. Unhealthy That's per- is a perfect v- way to describe it. It's what um, a psychiatrist would right, call it. Right. And that being said, I just don't. I'm not rooting for Harvey and Donna to end up together. I like that they have a great relationship and it is messy and it is unclear like Donna said like it's never yeah. love there's takes, never not going to be love there it's well, just love like love takes many forms and right, they've always right. explored that with, exactly. with Harvey and Donna exactly and and I and on that note I mean I think that they do love each other but they're not in love with each other and like that's I don't I almost don't want them to have both like I like I appreciate that they have the Working relationship. This show would like, be. This sh- I agree with you that this show would be real, real weird if Harvey and Donna were just together. Yeah, it's just like it's normal mixing too much. And you together, know what I mean? and then we just move forward. We're like, hold up, what? Right. Wait, how, what? Nah, that's yeah. weird. But Paula lays an ultimatum. Harvey, Paula lays an ultimatum. Harvey considers it, mm-hmm. gets Donna a job offer. 
Donna takes the job offer, gives Harvey her resignation, and then right. he tears it up and breaks up with Paula, which felt great. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. That felt really, really great to yeah. just be like, no, you know Donna. We know Donna. Who is Paula? Yeah. Is how no, it felt true. for yeah. me. Uh, no, I, I think that they, in a lot of ways, are like... I mean, I would say Harvey and, and Mike are probably best friends, but right below that are Harvey, you know, and Donna, Harvey and Donna. But they're, they're definitely besties. Yeah. I, uh, just... This one kind of got, like, I feel like this arc with Paula actually did crescendo at the correct time this right, week. Right, right. So, like, okay, cool, she's out. Harvey's going to probably philander. True, and I think that it was, you know, for all the Paula hating that we've done, <laughs> uh, I do think she was a necessary part in the storyline to really have Harvey evolve as a character. Like, he's changed dramatically. Like, he's yeah. confronted so many things, and he's so much more of an open person now. In terms of like how he can handle uh, just his own past, like he's made up with his mom completely. Yeah, like he's you know he's able to share things that are like super hard and like that he's just like scared to like you know that would uh, obviously hurt someone that he's with. Uh, he's able just to kind of move past that and just like you know share the hard truths. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously that was an episode title not too long. Of ago, course, so. <laughs> he but he's like comfortable doing that now and to. You know, where he has always had this exterior where he never liked to be or never, like, was seen vulner- in a vulnerable state. You know, now he's kind of able to, like, to, to be there and rise above it at the same time, which is pretty badass. Yeah, I like it. And I th- I like to see what's next for Harvey right. where, like, because this is the path to self-actualization. Mm-hmm. I think there's still a lot of muddiness between Harvey and Donna that it's never, it's never going to be simple in the, until they can both... Because at one point Harvey was ready and Donna wasn't, and at another point Donna was ready right, and right. Harvey wasn't. The point in which they're both ready is the point in which the story ends for us. Yeah. So those dials are going to constantly be off until they ride off into the sunset together, which... Right. I don't know if The show keeps happening. Though. The show keeps rolling. But <laughs> yeah. The show keeps <laughs> rolling. Maybe that's why I, I am uh, against it so much is because when that does happen, then it's like I don't... I can't watch the show anymore once they're together. You know what I mean? But like, let's give some credit to the writers of the the writers and creators of this show. Mm-hmm. We would have said that five years ago, three years ago, about Mike being found out as a fraud, about Mike going to prison, about Mike becoming Touché. a legitimate Touché. lawyer. That just because those feel like end game and the show things, mm-hmm. this show has proven doesn't mean that they are. are. Yeah. They're just things that for a certain amount of time, like you should keep together. And then writing and creation and like creativity come from a place by right. which you can straight up say, well, hypothetically, mm-hmm. hypothetically, what if Harvey and Donna were just together tomorrow? Like, what if both those dials were perfect yeah. and we move forward with them just as a cohesive unit with no problems? Right. Like, how does the office run smoother? Does everyone resent them? Like, how does that get us there? And then in the creative process, that could also get you as a writer's room to places. Two places you wouldn't have otherwise been that you can then ignore the game yeah. changer stuff and then take all the all the good stuff. Um, speaking of good stuff, we're on iTunes, y'all. Yeah, we are. We're on iTunes. We're on For YouTube. Story. We're on Stitcher. Probably we're on a lot of good stuff that you can rate, like, subscribe, tell your friends, please do. Yeah, tweet the link. All the fun stuff to let more people know that this show is here and happening. And it's what you like. Right. So that more people glom to it. So then we can become the water cooler in the... It's not... Hartman's not on the wall anymore. It's the, the, the yeah. specter lit 
We're the That's Spectre it. lit That's water it cooler now. now. Yeah, Pearson's doing off it. the wall too. The Spectre lit soon to be Ross, but probably Rachel, yeah. not Mike. That law firm. It's yeah. Yeah. Let people know. Let people know in the comment in when you leave the comments for the five star review that that's who you're listening to and why. I just made a joke about Mike and Rachel Ross. Yeah, it's going to be like it's that's happening. Ross Zane, like you, you can't be, yeah. or Zane Ross, like you can't make that better. Right. There's no way making that better. She's just Rachel Ross. Yeah, it's gonna be Ross, her name. Yeah. Um. So uh-huh. they they Pretty keep good. having problems with the future, and I don't. You can tell me how you felt about this scene, but me personally. This scene with the um, with the, not Reverend the Father, uh, Father Walker. Yes, yes, Father Walker. Yes, the scene with Father Walker by which he was screaming like they were kind of in a screaming match, and he was talking about how I don't know what I want. Right. That felt kind of contrived for this episode, specifically for the promo that they aired for five weeks. Is that? Am I alone in that? Yeah. No, you're not alone. I, 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 I feel so like too. scene I mean, to scene that uh, this turned on a dime. Yeah. I mean, I think that. Yeah, I think Mike was, like, overly aggressive in what he, in, like, not knowing anything, because he seems to, like, have his mind made up most Mm -hmm. of the time. I mean, not that he's got, like, you know, a steadfast, like, this is the way, or the highway, like, I'm going to bulldoze past you. Whereas he knows my future's with you, and everything else is unwritten. He's a pretty easygoing guy. That being said, I was surprised to see that he had such trouble putting anything down on... On his questionnaire, or at you know, the very least, on the questionnaire, where do you see yourself in ten years right. with Rachel? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I would have seen. You, where do you? I don't know. Is an answer. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I, get, I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't think it's right. important for me to right. plan. Like, I think that's right. I mean, I get why, like, because the effect of him not filling it out was like very, like, very impactful to Rachel mm-hmm. and kind of allowed her to have like a blow up with him. But I feel like they could have also accomplished it. Maybe it would have taken more time if he like had filled it out with like BS answers, like yeah, somewhere cool, like you know, mm-hmm. in love with the radio, like very vaguely. Very and vaguely, then, and then, like that would yeah. have been. But then that wouldn't have been as much of a conflict because right, right, right. we needed Rachel to turn on that dime, and right. I think she was turning on that dime for a lot of reasons. But like I think it was very mm-hmm. like it didn't it didn't ring very true to me because like totally. the scene before that and then the episode before that they were super lovey dovey and like how do we work on cases together and it's all this stuff and then. Like, right. next scene is like, what? You didn't fill out the form? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's uh, very unlike Mike to not do anything. Because he's, like, such a... He's a genius. So he just, like, thinks so many moves ahead. So you would have th- thought that... You would think, yeah, yeah, the scene before he would have brought up some type right. of contention to the form. Mm-hmm. That's... I don't know. I yeah. still enjoy... These two are just fire together. They've right. been the entire time. It's going to be really sad when they... Both leave the show. What? It's such a why though? Just such a big band aid that they're pulling off at one time. Like it's rough. Ah, they're just going to change everything. It's going to be what? I don't even. God, I don't even want to talk about it. I just want to talk about. Sad. Um, I already mentioned I talked. I watched this episode with my girlfriend, and I think we both agree that that's a cool like the BS. Right. To call BS. To call BS, and then you kind of get to talk. You get kind of get to talk freely about the future. Right. Without any actual commitment is kind of cool. Yeah, just like spitballing. I like that idea where they're like, yeah, hypothetically, I'm, it's something I already do. Of just like, hey, just, just, throw just don't it, look into it. Just don't look into it. Throw it into the like, world. Yeah. What do you think about us? Going? No, it's, I think that's super healthy. Like, I mean, with a, a partner that you're going to be with, and and you know, engaging in, in that marriage, like you should be able to 
think out loud. Yeah, like hypothetically, someone. if I go to clown college, right? Exactly. Would you yeah, look like, at me what? differently? Would you? Totally. You've mentioned you're not into clowns, but you're yeah. into me. And if yeah. I were a clown, <laughs> then would I be would helping be, yeah, you? Exactly. How you Bridge feel about clowns? Gap, yeah. Would I be? I'd be helping you. It would be exposure therapy. Exactly. Speaking of communication, though, uh, Lewis and Sheila not doing as well Ugh. with that. Ugh. I mean, I do like Lewis kind of getting out of his comfort zone and being like a a bad boy for once, <laughs> and just like you know, being on the other side just to experience. More because he's oh he's been he's taken so much just to the face pretty I much. I just oh and the the, the 1986 flashbacks from right. last week were just so heartbreaking and like so Preset. Preset. so properly explained of like why he's like he feels that. the yeah. way he feels and this Lewis and Sheila business I I don't know it come it's yeah no I mean see like that's another thing that seems a little short lived just because like if she's the type of person. That would do that. I think Lewis might ultimately realize that he doesn't want to be with that person. Like I, I want Lewis to be happy, and I know, or I just feel like when he met her fiance, and like she didn't tell him like not to come. Like it was just like a very well because like, she. Well, first off, when bad people do bad stuff, right? Bad stuff happen. Like I'm a firm believer of. If you if you meet a woman at a bar right. or you meet or you see someone you haven't seen in a long time and they happen to be married and they never ex- they never give you that information, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's completely acceptable. Versus if you willingly know that they're yeah. married and you get involved Very true. Very in true. that situation, I'm not no, saying yeah. there's I'm not saying there's complete logic and I'm not saying there's complete logic to it. But if you involve yourself in that situation, yeah. you put yourself in a position to get hurt. Right. So even with the breakthrough he had, even with the breakthrough Lewis had last week to become, to choose to be bad. Right. He still put himself in the same position he did in 1986 and a couple times after where he's just very much, oh man, I'm never going to be, like, especially with Sheila who he puts on a pedestal. Right. Like, the only way this wasn't going to work is if he didn't put Sheila on a pedestal and he still puts Sheila on a pedestal. So when he walks in and sees her with a man she's about to marry. Like, he can't help but think, like, right. that's exactly what I wanted. Totally. And I think for Lewis, it's, like, so complicated because, A, like, now he feels like it, how uh, being on the other side is and, like, being that person that is causing so much pain to someone else. He can actually, like, put – it's, like, personified now. He sees the dude that he's intentionally, like, ruining the life of. So I think that eats at him well, on, hold on up. one end. He – yes, it takes two to tango. But right. he's not ruining his. He's not ruining that guy's life. Well, or, or do we feel like Sheila would only ever cheat on her fiance with Lewis? Well, see, that's the thing. That's and, the question. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's another. Like, I think that he not only sees that, like, hey, I'm doing a bad thing, and like, I now I know, like, this person has a face. He's not just like a figment of my imagination. Like, I've met the dude. I think once a cheater, always is, a cheater. Yeah, is how I feel about Sheila. And and I think that that because. Um, Lewis has grown up on the other side being the dude that's been cheated on. The last thing he ultimately wants to be is that, you know, a, a causer of, of that kind of negativity. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's the way, like, you know, the flashbacks kind of have showed it in, in such a great light. Like, that is such a terrible part of his past and what happened to him. And, like, for him to start that cycle on the other side. I, you know, I think he's going to recognize it 
or at least Dr. Lipschitz is. <laughs> I think Dr. Lipschitz uh, is definitely going to help yeah. him. I'm standing by my prediction. Right. My prediction that we're eventually going to lose Dr. Lipschitz. Oh, to have him, because that's the only way he's really going to learn to move right. on, because at this point, Dr. Lipschitz is like a certain, like a rock in his life. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think to truly self-actualize and move forward, it's, you, you, you need to be able to deal with stuff without having to call your doctor. Right. So I think that's moving forward. I've already made that prediction. So speaking of uh, predictions. Speaking of predictions. Bad segue. Want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life? For those who do, we have got the podcast for you. Conversations with Marie Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Friday is tomorrow. So if you're listening to this the day after we recorded it, there's a new episode right now. You can just go get it. Conversations with Marie Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life, from health and wellness to career relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know that we sent you. We, the Suits After Show. The Spring 2018 Suits After Show. I'm kidding, but the the After Show hasn't changed that much. Sent you here. Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Go ahead and check it out. It's a great show. It is. Very good. Oh, our chat got lit all of a sudden. I like it. Nice. You talk, yeah, about Louis, you talk about Lewis, your chat gets lit up. I like it. Totally, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a great character. And, like, I really like his evolution, too, you know, into a much more well-rounded character. I mean, in the early days, he was much – he was just, like, kind of the nemesis enemy. And he's really – I've – I love Lewis now. Like I'm a huge fan. You know, he's wait, one this of my this turned you on? like I think I think no, it's just been like on. you know we we we've been growing with Lewis and he's he's grown a lot as a character. I feel like he more than anyone has kind of turned a new leaf in general and become like a much better human being. <laughs> no, be I definitely yeah. agree that it. I definitely agree that it's because yeah, I mean like Donna is Donna. Like she pretty much hasn't changed at all. She's probably changed the least, which is good because she's well, like, she's changed in how she views herself. But people right, always right. viewed her as like a samurai. Yeah, okay. She took that to mean something completely. Like, right, she's right. taken that rightly to mean something completely different, True. and that's very helpful. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, let's do a couple shout outs in the chat. Nice, Lindsay, Lindsay Ivory Neptune. Paula needs to visit Doctor Lipschitz. That's really funny. Yeah, I feel that. like a lot of people could could help. Um, yeah, could gain from a little session with, with the doctor. Forever love is in our chat. Emily Norton is in our chat. Danielle, nice. Heggy, Heggy. Eyes and eyes and L's look real weird. Probably because I need glasses. Um, thank y'all. We're in the chat. We're talking. We're doing stuff. Nice. Yeah. Um, let's get into the main case of, of yes, the, the night. case, the, the case, the Teddy Doyle case. Uh, really interesting. I mean, I, I like that they kind of pulled at at the heartstrings for both like Harvey and. Mike. I mean, for Harvey, obviously, it was like a longtime friend. Mm-hmm. And Mike, you know, it was like a do good type of case. So I think like they needed that because the setup was, was something that they didn't really have like cause to go after. I mean, the uh, Teddy sold his company, mm-hmm. that person sold it again, and then they're, you know, they're restructuring, which. That's you know I don't kind like of that. yeah I mean I I like it it's just like every it was now and again and every now and again when they do these corporate law cases yeah. it's good to just have them be on the right side true of, yeah like, no I love that and this like, good it was dude, so much fun this good dude wanted to keep this good dude right. wanted to sell his company but his his only promise was that his employees got to keep their jobs right. which is I mean there are ways mm-hmm. if we're if we're now pushing for employee equity there was a way to do that on his way right, out the right. door. 
But that, that didn't happen, and now he's doing everything he can to keep his employees. The people who right. got him, the people who got him to a place where he can sell the company and retire. True. Like, so he's trying to help those people. So I like that we're on the side of the little guy, right. where it's still very much billionaires fighting other billionaires. Right. So it, it's interesting. Yeah, they're and like, like 200 million, of, 500 million. I was like, whoa. whoa. I yeah, want like, to do those deals. Yeah, like that's one company. I want to be involved yeah. in like one of those deals, yeah. and then I'm done. Like, I don't think, like, I think I'm learning, I've learned very recently, I don't have the stomach for a lot of this, where like, okay, cool, can I just like make a thing, <laughs> make a thing, get, sell the thing, right. and then just go about my, go about my stress-free life for the rest of my life? Kind of would be nice. That's that's what we're all trying, right? I right. don't know. Yeah, no, I'd love to make the Mega Millions as well. Yeah, like um, this case, I liked this case because it involved a lot of the financial I stuff, too. which is the creator of the show, Iron Course. That's where he, that's yeah. the sector he actually came up from. Is the financial sector, which is why some so much of the financial stuff right, of, this right. sh- of this show ranks so true. True, and I think it was a, you know it was a lighter flair for because there's so much heavy stuff, relationship stuff. With like several, like all the characters, Paul, Paul and Harvey and, D- and Donna, Lewis and Sheila, Mike and Rachel, like all that's so like heavy and largely super negative. Super heavy and super negative. It was, and, yeah, like, it, it was, was cool. N- it was cool to just see what we like this show. Exactly. Exactly. The, just the to candy, have, like, have fun. The candy of this Both show characters, is Harvey you know, and Mike slow walking into exactly, an office. And just exactly. Be like, You're going to take this deal. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, it was fun. They hit like some roadblocks, but like nothing they couldn't handle and just kind of did their thing. And it was like nice to see, you know, them hit. Opposition and just kind of like bolt us their way around it, or like you know do a spin move and and, and it was and nice to see that it wasn't like the last two weeks were like pretty serious cases right. about like of stature mm-hmm. with like the firm and Jessica and this and like it's nice that this week was just like getting yeah just, just like do, let's do what we do so it's like it. a, yeah. a five hundred no. million dollar slam dunk yeah help, just help some little guys so what's three hundred mil. Not a big deal. We can, we can like Mike. We can figure out multiple ways. To Mike make that still happen. has time to not fill out that form. Yeah, exactly. Still can make all of his important, all of his import, like Harvey can still make dinner with his right. mom. Like it's just a regular, like a run of the mill case for them. Yeah, which is nice because you know again the tide is turning. We can all sense that they are planting some seeds. You know there was like that. Uh, a little bit of banter between I mean, Harvey and Mike talking about, like, oh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, you like this now, but you know, maybe it's not always going to be the case. You're going to miss me. Like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. Uh, I heard that, and I was like, oh, man, so they're, they're, like, they're laying uh, that for you know, us. Like, yeah, they, they, I think there's a lot of things that they're building up, and things are probably going to get very intense very quickly with this mm-hmm. season. Uh, so it's not, you know, it's it's we need the fun episodes, too. Like, this... You know, I could totally this is a nice again. Fun, yeah, yeah, like, this is just a nice, yeah. fun, get in, get out kind of a fun episode. Yeah. Um, I guess we have to talk about Gretchen, because we didn't, we, didn't yes, Gretchen, Gretchen. we didn't get the Gretchen in the Lewis business, mm-hmm. and then after that, we can get the predictions. Totally. Uh, love Gretchen. Always love Gretchen. She's the best. I well, remember... She's no, yeah, she's a second to Donna, obviously. But. I remember years ago when Donna put that, put that um, resume list mm-hmm. on Lewis's desk, and p- weird people like me took screenshots of it. It was Gretchen Gre- the top? Gretchen, Gretchen was second to the top. Okay. Wow. But she had actual – Gretchen had experience as a paralegal, like 12 years experience as a paralegal, and she wanted to be administrative right. assistant. And I was like, you got to hire Gretchen. Like yeah. I was on record on this show. Yeah. But you got to hire Gretchen. And the next week they hired Gretchen. We were all real happy. So nice. I didn't ride, like ride or die with Gretchen. Nice. Well, she's, the, she's a boss. Like I love how she just kind of took – uh, control and pulled rank on Lewis and knew that something would upset him and, and kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, didn't put his newspaper out. Like, I think she knew that he was, you know, Lewis is, is a creature of habit such that he would definitely need his his morning paper yeah. if that's what he does every day. Um, so I think, he, you know, 
her knowing that, it was kind of like it was a move just to be like, hey, I'm gonna do something, see what happens. Yeah, like I'm gonna see. Uh, see this is how so I'm kind of testing the this testing gonna the waters this a little how bit. I'm gonna broach this topic. Yeah, exactly, and and it worked out for her, uh, you know, because she needed that information in order to do her job. You know, obviously she's approached by Rachel later in the episode, and she needed to know what was going on in order to kind of again be that gatekeeper of mm-hmm. of what's going on of of Lewis, and so she needs to kind of. You know, the the assistants in their universe need to kind of play those games in order to get information that their bosses, like, aren't really ready to say publicly or aren't, you know, maybe not even fully fleshed out in their own minds. So I think that she does a great job of kind of manipulating the situation within reason. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like, you know, over uh, malicious or anything like that. I think she just – it was a very sly move. I'm, I'm very impressed. It. You ready for some predictions? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get up on these predictions. So. And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. All right. How how do Mike and Rachel leave the show? I think, I mean, they talked a lot about their, like, a vacation thing. Like a year-long honeymoon? Yeah, a year-long vacation. I think it's going to be more than that. I think they're going to have an opportunity to start something of their own. And that's something that they will, will like, that actually makes sense. Because it's like, you know, they're both such smart people that I, you know, maybe they do, like, a year in in Iceland or something like that. Just, like, vacation for a while. Which they could do. But I feel like there has to be something beyond... Um, Harvey Lit or like Spectre yes, Lit like that maybe uh, that that like he's drawing them to 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 stay away. Well, maybe and the only they, thing I can think of is like their their own firm, their own, or they start you know. the or they run that legal claim, right? They or run. yeah, or maybe they maybe they have a baby. Boom. All right, I see three possibilities. One baby, but how does that get Mike away? Uh, four I don't possibilities. Know. I don't know. Maybe she, like four I feel possibilities. Like, okay. One, one baby. And then Mike goes and runs. Right. She goes and she goes and becomes a. Sta- she goes away to like have a baby. Mm-hmm. Mike goes away to run that clinic. Two, uh, they break up. Whoa. They break up and then they both go their separate ways out of heartbreak. See, that's if if they break up, I feel like Mike is gonna need like the Harvey thing. Yeah, you know what and, I mean. And three, which seems most most logical, they encounter some kind of case between now and the. Um, between now and the, whatchamacallit, the wedding, right. they encounter a case that completely just turns them off to corporate law. And maybe they even see Harvey in a bad light. They see right. Jessica in a bad light. They see, they see Robert Zane in a bad light. They see everyone they've ever known in such a terrible light. All of corporate law, law in general, that they're like, the whole thesis of the show right. is that like Mike is out only to help people. Mm-hmm. And that he truly realizes he cannot help them from... From, right. from a major law firm, and that they just take a buyout. They take a buyout and completely leave and st- and run that clinic totally. as husband and wife. I guess yeah. that's my prediction. Well, yeah, no, I feel I, I yeah, no, I hear that. I I kind of tried to uh, flesh this out a little bit last episode, um, but I think now that you've said that, it's it's a little bit more clear for me. I feel like. Maybe this is another prediction. What if Robert Zane something happens to Robert Zane and she inherits and, a bunch of money, right? Or that she inherits the company and you know, like maybe he says, like you know, the one thing I don't want to like 
weave is like the legacy of like our name, the Zane name. Like, please, like dying wish, you have to run my company. And then Rachel's like, I have to do this. Maybe she's got to be pulled away. And she's like, Mike, I need you there. Tell me. Fair. And then it's like, obviously, I'm going to choose. Like, my wife has to do this. I have to go with her. Quick one, situation. quick prediction only because I wasn't here last week. What do you think Jessica needed that money for? Ooh, good. Starting her own biz. Starting her own biz, but why? Like, it's not, that's the, the... I think she got, like, a one-time, one like, maybe expiring deal to, like, get an office or, like, get, like, something. Something, like, something about... Because yeah. it had been often reported that that episode was a backdoor pilot right. for the Jessica Pearson spinoff. Total. Yeah, no, I feel like because she just got disbarred, she's not going to be doing the same thing. Well, she wasn't disbarred, it, she was just... She was inspired. Wasn't, but no, didn't they defame her in a way that she? They defamed right, they, her they so she both. wouldn't get okay. disbarred. Okay, maybe. No, no, oh, they, okay. defa- they defamed her specifically Touché. so she wouldn't get All disbarred. Right. So she's still barred. Okay, she's still she's barred. She's still barred. We're on the bar. Awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess then then there's got it's got to be something in that realm. I feel like she either had to pay someone off or maybe it was like on her. Maybe there were multiple people trying to push the disbarment or something. Mm. Um, or just, like, that she needed to set up, like, some type of thing to be eligible in, in Chicago or, or, or what have you. I think it's got to be related to her being – her contingency plan. Don and Harvey, do they stay away? Uh, yeah, definitely I don't see them getting together until, like, like soonest. Endgame. End, yeah. Endgame. Yeah. That's endgame. I don't – yeah, I don't want um, to. I do think they're each other's plus one for this wedding, though. I can see that. Who's Lewis's plus one to the wedding? Ooh, he's not going to get a plus one. I don't think so. I oh, think, wow. I think maybe he's going to uh, – well, I mean, Rachel already talked about, like, he – you know, she was going to offer him one. Um, I don't think he's going to bring Sheila, though. That's a No, mess. I don't think he's going to bring Sheila. Yeah. I just think he – do we think he's going to make enough, make enough ground – make up enough ground that he's going to, like, be in a healthy relationship with a woman? I don't know. Maybe – Part of but part of what he needed last week, like the self actualization of last week, where you're like, mm-hmm. I need to be a bad boy. It's like, well, no, you just need to learn that people have physical and emotional needs and that they're separate, and that right, it's right. completely acceptable to just be in a relationship with someone just to meet physical needs. That's not what you were doing with Sheila. Mm-hmm. You pedestaled Sheila. May I would, I don't think we're going to see it, but a, a very promiscuous Lewis would be fun. Right. Yeah. No. Definitely. I mean, maybe I kind of want uh, Lewis to go stag and to be able to like. Be introduced to people and meet someone new. You know, I think he's had so many toxic relationships that have all hurt him in the end for one reason or another. And I want him to find someone that, like, is good for him. I think we all definitely want Lewis to, like... To just meet a nice girl and settle down. But to meet a nice girl that... That isn't, gets him, yeah. But that isn't married, that isn't Yeah, isn't married, having someone else's child, is isn't, like, yeah. Just like, You uh, know, wants to ha- start a like family. Like, so many toxic yeah. relationships no, where totally. he just need. like, I think he needs to slow it down and just find. Right. Lewis, you just gotta get yourself a nice girl. Go to exactly. church. <laughs> we believe in you, Lewis. Farmer's you market. Tinder, I found hey. Tinder's, I have a lot of success on Tinder. Really? I mean, hey, there you go. It is what it is. Um, do you have any predictions at large? <sighs> oh, um, I mean, I really don't want – I don't think any of the characters – I don't think Mike, Rachel, Harvey, Donna, or Lewis are going to die. I don't, I, this doesn't one. strike me as the, like, it's the just kind like of it doesn't show seem where like, people yeah. drop dead. Right. Like that would be jarring and I'm sure it comes up mm-hmm. in a sense of like anything can happen. Yeah. But this isn't – like last week – was it last week or this week where Lewis got, had a gun? 
Uh, it was this week. I mean, it like was Lewis role, having role a gun, playing. like the Lewis yeah. having a gun like, to me yeah. was incredibly yeah. out of character for yeah. this show. Definitely, and like to know that it was a part of a role play made sense. Yeah, but, like similarly, like anyone in this show dying. I'm yeah, like, what? Yeah, exactly. Huh? Like, like including Robert Zane. Robert Zane. That would be that would be a shock. Like, like that, that be, even that. I feel like that's the max in terms of a character that we know. A character we know that, that, that can able, die. Yeah, yeah, that can like pass away. He's, would, he's old. Yeah, as like you know, he's not that old. But, but like, they mention a lot that he doesn't yeah. eat well. Yeah, exactly. Like you know. he's the only one to me that like makes any right. sense. I don't. This isn't a deathless show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we're good. Um, so we're here now. But if you if you're not watching us live, you can still reach out to us and talk to us. Yeah, JB, definitely. where can the people find you on all the things? Um, absolutely, you guys can follow me on all over the social media interwebs at Hey John Blake. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I do a lot of shows here at After Buzz TV. I tweet about them regularly. I also do a lot of cool stuff with a lot of wrestlers. So if you're into pro wrestling, which USA Network, characters welcome. Cool. There you go. I do a lot of, I run a lot of YouTube pages for them, so I tweet those links out. A lot of fun stuff. For J.B. Zimmerman, I'm Steve Kaufman. Thank you, suitors. Right. And see you next Easy. week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz See you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.